Hey friends, quick announcement. We feel like it's important to point out that we started recording this one right before shit went down at the Capitol last week. In fact, the news broke during this recording, so at the top, the tone might feel a little off. We just wanted to say something now because we'd never want you to feel like we don't take stuff like this seriously. So, similar to last week, this episode is already aged like a fine milk. Enjoy! (laughs) Previously on My Best Friend's Journal. I truly am noticing that... The news cycle is changing, and it's very exciting. Um, I know. It's it's much less breakneck. And come January 5th, we're really going to be running out of breakneck stories. Getting better, but feeling so self-conscious about my voice. The others are insanely good. Every white person in this country benefits every second of every day from our racist system. And until we have a, a, a long, hard look at that, nothing is going to change. I am replacing somebody who turned out to be a real fucking nightmare for the other three guys in the show. Yeah, we can call him Dirtbag. Um, he was a Trump supporter in the Republican Ooh. primary. I don't know what ended up happening, but I guess he was really, really challenging to work with. Ryan has offered, so I would like to know. Please reach out to him immediately. We'll talk about it next week. Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek. Grab a drink or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote This shit might get too real Nothing here is sacred I'm haunted by my past It's called my best friend's journal Let's start this damn podcast Let's sing this theme a little longer first It's someone's favorite podcast patriotic today motherfucker (laughs) i pledge allegiance to the flag which hopefully will have more stars soon (laughs) (laughs) hey it is what day is it wednesday january 6th the day after the georgia runoffs and we are feeling good baby we are so Raphael warnock has just become the first black senator from georgia and i believe from the south as a democrat ever um there's been republicans in like early american history um, but never a black Democrat. So, woo. And we're just kind of waiting on that call for John Ossoff. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling like, um, I don't know, good. <laughs> optimistic for the first time in a long time. Um, more optimistic. It's a it's a weird situation because like even since November, we've been having this kind of like feeling of impending doom because of this runoff election. We didn't know what was going on in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not all set in stone yet, but it feels really good. It feels very optimistic um, and it's energizing in a, a very fun way, in a way that like we get to watch, we, we potentially get to watch a black woman break ties in the Senate and make progressive things happen. And that feels and so good. Make direct eye contact with Mitch McConnell while she does it. It's going to be lovely. Um, I will um, hold back on, on the word progressive because I kind of doubt much progressive stuff's going to happen because right now power um, rests with a, with a Joe Manchin, who is the most conservative Democrat. Um, he is, you know, to Democrats what Mitt Romney is to Republicans. And uh, so they kind of hold a lot of power in this very moderate, very, very tight um margin of unified government but things will happen for sure coronavirus relief (laughs) um good not like better than not catastrophic like good things necessary things Mm -hmm. that like vaccine rollout yeah things that will improve the quality of life 
my favorite tweet that came out of today was the Daily Show that just said, um, at Stacey Abrams, what you know about vaccine rollouts? <laughs> she, I mean, will be the model for every, certainly every Southern state um, and hopefully every state across the country. She knows how to make democracy work better. So hopefully we follow her example. We use the term American hero a lot to joke about, you know, like actresses and musicians. But uh, Jesus Christ, she is truly an American hero. Yep. And she says... Every time someone says this to her face, she's like, I realize that I'm an avatar for the many, many folks, mostly black women who are doing all this work. But I will take it on behalf of um, of all of them and hopefully continue down this road of success. It's been quite a morning. I sang the Star Spangled Banner directly into Peter's butt while staring at the American flag. And man, it was quite a patriotic experience. Wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please cut that. No, absolutely not. Um <laughs> Have you seen that scene in Short Bus with Jay Brandon? Fuck yeah. I have only seen from that movie the one part where Jay Brandon sings into uh, a butthole. I think he's doing the national anthem, right? He's singing a national is, anthem yeah. while rimming someone in a three-way. He absolutely is. Yes. Um, I really like that movie. Um, it is, or It was a college favorite of mine. I think we've talked about this. I can't find it anywhere. I think it's only, it's not available for streaming anywhere. It's very like NC-17. Um, Isn't that on YouTube? Can't you buy it on YouTube? No, I don't think so. We looked for it one time, um, and just you like, and I. Yeah, we looked for it to like on a road trip. We were talking about it. We tried really? to see if it was on any streaming service. Yes, oh, I must have blocked out. Have you out. lost your short-term memory completely? <laughs> <laughs> I will continue on the quest to find Short Bus because I really need to see more than just that one scene. I don't even know if it's a good movie, but I liked it, you know, at a time in my life. At a time when that kind of movie spoke to you. Um, yeah, when you can watch someone peeing in a bathtub in an opening opening credits sequence. Oh, wow. There's literally a guy in a bath and just taking taking a bath and it like pans out. And so you're looking down on him and he just like pees in the bathtub. And it's like very, uh, it's very gay art film. I don't know. <laughs> Great. Right up our alley. Um <laughs> Are you watching any non-gay art films? Are you watching anything current? Uh, I'm still watching old episodes of Bake Off, slowly but surely making it through. Peter and I don't have a lot of uh, TV time together now that he's back on his weird work schedule. So we catch an episode of that every once in a while. And uh, I'm making my way through Girls on HBO, which is so not current or relevant. Are you also making your way downtown? Making my way downtown. That's not how that song goes. Making my way Something downtown, like sounding fast yeah, okay. and fast, and that. Michelle and Branch, Flo Blown, Carly Rae Jepsen, Vanessa Carlton. Okay, absolutely one of three of those. Definitely not Carly Rae Jepsen because um, she was born after that song. She was a fetus. Yeah. <laughs> it's either it's. I think it's Michelle Branch. It could be Vanessa Carlton. Don't know. <laughs> they might be the same person. Have they you ever seen both person. of them in the same place? No. <laughs> How unfortunate, like, well, I guess there was, like, a time when that exact brand of music was was acceptable, I suppose. They were like, all right, quick, mm-hmm. pump them out, and so we got two. It's just, like, Britney, Christina, Jessica Simpson How time. How dare you? How dare... Okay, so much wrong with that. How dare you, first of all, say Vanessa Carlton and Michelle Branch are in any way akin to Britney and Christina? No, who no, are no, two, no, I'm like, saying that, like, when one of them right. was popped out, other studios were like, oh, we need our answer to that. Yeah, no, that's true enough. But then you went and lumped Jessica Simpson in with those two. Yes, they are not similar. I don't think they ended up with the same demographic, but I do Mm -hmm. think the intention behind Jessica Simpson was very similar to the intention behind Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. Okay, thank you for explaining that. That makes a lot of sense because you know who else was in that vein? Mandy Moore. She heard in in an interview that she got uh, picked up by a studio because they were trying to do that exact same thing. They're like, "Uh, we have a very different beast with a Mandy Moore. We have like an actual sweet girl 
girl from a small town who wants to be in movies. So um, I, I think she's weirdly the most successful of any of the, not, not in like broad terms, but in this moment in time, hmm. like she has an Emmy winning show yeah. and she's still putting out music and she seems to have like a very normal life where Christina and Brittany have long since both gone off the deep end. If we're, if we're uh, measuring success by normal life, then absolutely Mandy Moore's the winner by money. Maybe Brittany. Definitely. Brittany, Though she has yeah. no control over any of it. Apparently. Mm-hmm. That's a very strange thing that I measure success by normal life. But like I, she lives, Mandy Moore lives in like a beautiful house in Pasadena with her husband and like seems quite normal and down to earth. And that seems far more successful than like acting a fool on the voice or like being locked up in your mansion while your father controls your uh, money. Oh, you think, you think that uh-huh. uh, living, living on your own in a beautiful mansion is nicer than um, sending basically hostage videos through the internet every now and then? <laughs> yeah. Is that weird? <laughs> Those videos are bonkers but i can't begin to go down the britney road i don't really understand it if i did i'm sure i would be happy to go down it hashtag free britney so i think you asked me what i was watching a while ago and we got somehow to free britney what are you watching nothing new again because lord knows i have never been with the times but um a couple things that aren't too old ma rainey's black bottom i just watched Ooh, how was it excellent it was so good it's it's viola davis and chadwick boseman so what do we expect it, I will say was not as much Viola Davis as we as I expected it to be, but regardless, mm. it was lovely. She was very wet in every scene. I feel like they were just like spraying oh. her down. I mean, she she makes a point of saying how hot she is in the studio and whatever. But anyway, hard okay. to not notice. Very very good. Um, if you like things that are a very direct translation from the play, it feels very much like you're watching a play. Like oh, Fences when uh, Viola did uh-huh. it with Denzel. It's that vibe. Actually, I think Denzel produced Marini's Black Bottom absolutely worth watching especially because i believe it will be an oscar contender i bet it will wait is this one isn't um uh august wilson wait no it who, is august who wrote wilson. Fences? it is august okay i'm so bad with playwrights i can't believe i got that one right yeah, well done um and then thank you uh so welcome. Me. call me smart <laughs> i'll call you daddy um i <laughs> yikes <laughs> also in a very different world um watched julian the phantoms which i've heard about randomly from a bunch of different people and just decided to give a shot. It is. Is that the one with Meryl Streep and her daughter? No, <laughs> where she's not even, not even a, a little musician. bit so far. Isn't that called something like that? No, absolutely not. Take a time out. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you ever turn this show on, you'll be like, ah, yes, I see why that was wrong. Um, <laughs> okay. It uh, is adorable. It's very cute. It's very like Disney, even though it's on Netflix, super, um, super PG. So if you watch it, go into it knowing that. But as far as those things go, it's pretty well done. Writing can often be um, pretty bad and um, not condescending. What's the word when you're like, uh, you're acting like you're talking to a child? Oh, uh, infantilizing? Infanticiding. (laughs) (laughs) Ricky in the Flash, by the way, is what I thought you were talking about. Uh, No, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but normally, like a lot of these Disney shows, it feels like they're very much pandering to children. And this one, Uh it definitely is for kids, but it doesn't feel like hard to watch as an adult. Um, the humor's cute. It's whatever, but mostly it is. This wor- is a Disney show. Literally, it's a Disney show. It's a Netflix show, oh, but okay. it's got a very Disney vibe. The main reason for watching it is the music. It is really fun pop music, really well performed. All the kids in that show are excellent uh, singers, and I assume they're playing these instruments, but who knows? And uh, so shine- it's like School of Rock and High School Musical. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Okay, and it is um, meets Forever Plaid because these these guys are dead and I'll, and like come back to do a concert which is the plot of forever plaid these guys they're ghosts the, the, the phantoms oh. are dead oh 
<laughs> wow. Okay. Um, uh, sounds fascinating. I'll get right on it. And lastly, you should know, being a homosexual, that Cheyenne Jackson is in it and has a full power gay scene. It's lovely. He's got this amazing musical production. Oh, okay. Uh, that I would watch just that scene. Also, his sex tape. Thank you so much. He has a sex tape? His dick pics are definitely out there, and I think there's a video of him jerking off, like, in a park or something. I've definitely seen it, but I don't remember all the details. It's been years now. Really? Oh, damn. I wish you did, because I would love to see it as well. Google it, bitch! (laughs) Also, wait a second. Pin in that, because we're talking about random shit that you and tweens are watching, but you and I have never discussed uncle frank which we Uh, both watched this past week so fucking good also pause this is absolutely some education yes so fucking good that movie uncle frank is streaming on amazon studios if you have amazon prime you can see it just please everyone go watch this movie it is so fucking fabulous oh my god it, it just beautifully done it's about being gay in the south in the 60s um And it's about the relationship between an uncle and a niece who are both kind of like the adventurous black sheep of a a southern conservative family. And the cast is amazing. The performances are great. The movie is art. It made me feel all the feelings. It was delightful. I sent you a text of me, or I guess a video, of me literally weeping. I was like, you must watch this movie right now. And he did. How often am I like, do this? And you just do. Um, Yeah, well, I'm not going to watch Ricky and the Flash anytime soon. It's not Ricky and the Flash. tomato tomorrow um it uncle frank was just stunning i could not believe i can't believe how moved i was it's i i'm never i'm very rarely affected like that um at a movie and i just i could not i was a little high but also it was so good yeah it was it was both intimate and tragic and also beautiful um it wasn't there were a few moments where i had like some gay panic about what was going to happen and it didn't turn out to be exactly what i thought it was I will say that um, I didn't have the same, like, very emotional response that you did because even though it was set, like, 30 years before my childhood, um, I I find those kind of movies, like, where people are raised in, like, very stringent, like, country conservative households, I find them a little bit, like, uh, triggering for lack of a better term um, just because I, I can relate with so much of that, like, upbringing and that kind of, like, southern... Uh, hate. just <laughs> gay hate yeah just, just close-mindedness yeah. and conservatism and so um i do kind of armor up a little bit sure. uh with it because it's a, a lot of it is about his like fraught relationship with his parents um and that is very close to home for me so i tend to armor up a little bit uh and i don't let myself get super emotional but i definitely felt the feelings i just wasn't in a place where i was ready to like weep about it i can always feel peter like tensing up on the couch next to me a little bit when he's like "Uh oh is this gonna be is this one of those stories that's like a little too close to home um but it was uh you know he kept like glancing over like you okay (laughs) like i'm fine um but it was a a gorgeous movie i will i i want to watch it again for sure and what is that woman's name that actress uh the mother no oh although she's great what is her name Margot Martindale. She is. She's one of those people that's in Ugh. literally everything, and you don't yeah, realize what? she's in. Like, I cannot name a single other thing, but every time I see her on screen, I'm delighted. She's in August Osage County. I remember that. Mm-hmm. She's in the Americans. Um. Oh yes, she's the she's like the handler in the Americans. Yeah. Um. But I th- were you talking about the the niece? Yes, the niece who I didn't recognize. I've never seen anything with her in it before, and she is a just a 
delight. I did not know her name, but it's Sophia Lillis, I guess, plays Beth. Okay. I recognize her from, first of all, It, because that is seared my She's the only girl in It. Um, <laughs> oh, I've never seen It. Well, that's your fault. Um, you should definitely do that. Uh, but also, something I never watched on Netflix, but was advertised a lot. Oh, I am not okay with this. The girl with telekinetic powers. Have heard of it, have never seen it, because I don't watch... W- I almost said YA. Is that right? Yeah. Young like adult. Young adult. But that's what we call books. I don't know if that's what we call um, television, but I kind of lump them all together. Apparently I do, though, because this is the third, Julian the Phantoms, is the f- third YA show I've mentioned on here Rick recently between, what? Hmm? What'd you say? Ricky and the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> At first I thought I really missed something, and then your hesitancy <laughs> to respond made me realize it was something um, snarky. <laughs> Um, friend, we've talked a lot about content, but we haven't yet gotten to the most important part of the intro, which is your gayest moment of the week. Gay, 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 gay. It's just a simple gayest moment this week of, uh... Simple is as simple does. I am simple. We've been over it. I, uh, Mm. had a little solo photo shoot and that's not sexual at all i promise um oh. i bought a <laughs> Thought for sure it was i got a ring light like a month ago for that uh christmas video mm. i made did not come until after so now i've got to find reasons to use it but don't worry there's plenty because i'm vain um I... oh my god you're gonna have the most beautiful dick pics in all the land <laughs> yes lit from all sides lit from all angles it's, it's what people look for in a good dick pic um <laughs> I laid out beautifully on a piece of felt. Okay. Well, I'd have to get felt first. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> none of, none of that happened. I, uh, saw a friend for the first time in a while. Cause I haven't been doing anything because again, pandemic. Um, but I mm-hmm. went out to a little beautiful outdoor dining experience with my friend Janine. It was so lovely, but I, um, this photo shoot came before that because I was like, I'm dressed and ready to go and I have 20 extra minutes and the ring light was just sitting there out. I was like, I'll take a cute little photo. And so I took like 20 <sighs> cute little photos. I have been the one taking those photos for you before. And usually it requires taking like a hundred as you change, you know, you, you zhuzh your hair and change your angles and suck in harder and, and flex everything I possibly can. <laughs> I wasn't, didn't even mean shirtless. Um, how did you do that? Like, did you have a, do you have a remote for your phone? Did you set a timer? The little ring light comes with a remote. Oh my God. Send me some of those pics so I can see if they're good enough that I require the same ring light. Um, they are the pics that ended up being in, um, our friend Erin made me a little prayer candle for last night's vote. <laughs> she turned me into one of those little, um, Virgin Mary candles, uh-huh. like, like the one you have of the chicks. Um, as zombies. As zombies. Uh, but she used one of my one of my photos from this indulgent shoot. That's all. What about you? Gayest moment? Um, okay, I have two. Okay. And they're tied, and you have to tell me which is gayer. First was um, the other night at like 10 p.m., I found myself in my pajamas watching girls on my iPad rearranging my pantry for like two hours. You were watching hours. girls rearranging it, like random girls from the street rearranging your pantry? <laughs> Videoed them? <laughs> Nope, I had the show Girls starring Lena Dunham at all uh-huh. um, on my – I think the reason that I'm watching it, by the way, is because the girl that plays Shoshana, as we talked about last episode, was in The Flight Attendant, and uh. I really liked her in that. And I was like, ah, oh, I would like to revisit this. And so now I'm like in you know 2007 or whatever it was uh, watching an old HBO show, as I do. Anyway, watching that and reorganizing my pantry, and it just felt pretty gay. I'm like, why am I staying up past my bedtime to organize my pantry? Uh, it just felt very calming, and I was a little bit stressed about the upcoming election, and that felt like a calming self-care thing to do. Certainly something um, I would so- not expect. Of hetero men, so somewhat gay there. 
might have been my fussiest moment of the week, not so much my gayest. Um, and then the other one was just this morning when I went downstairs to take a ride on my Peloton. Ride on your pogo on stick? My, uh-huh, ride on my pogo stick. <laughs> my disco stick. Disco um, stick. <laughs> your I put on dick. my. Sorry, I could go. <laughs> I put on my spinning shoes, and uh, anyone that's ever cycled before knows that they have these little. Uh, Stop you know, right there. Put on, on my the spinning shoes. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. No, I put on the I put on my spinning shoes, and they had the little clips on the bottom, and they were click clacking on the cement floor in the basement. And so then, um, you know, I just decided that I would tap dance a little bit, <laughs> but they're not very flat bottomed, and I fell off. And, Nor can or, you I, tap I fell dance. Off. <laughs> nor nor can i tap dance that's beside the point um but i was just having fun clicking and clacking away uh but they're not flat on the bottom and i promptly twisted my ankle oh, and i was shit. like ah a really good reminder that um these are not tap shoes and neither can i tap dance no matter what shoes i'm wearing um first i assume because we're just hearing about this now you have not actually hurt yourself nope it was a it was not a sprain it was just a gentle twist i was like ah that's this is a, a reminder to uh you know stay in my lane <laughs> just a gentle yeah gentle warning <laughs> please uh-huh. don't yeah but i was i was flapping my little heart out for a second <laughs> um that's wonderful i can't decide which is i think the spinning tap situation is gayer for sure okay well, that was my gayest moment of the week, so there you go. Happy to hear it. Um, should we find out what the gayest moment of the week was in 2016? We probably should. Grab that journal, baby. Okay, real quick before we get into the journal, um, I'm doing, I don't uh, mean to dip back into intro territory. But, but you want to do a tap dance for us. I do want to do a quick <laughs> tap dance. Uh, a la Shirley Temple. No, I just wanted to thank you. I'm sure, you um, have the wig. <laughs> I don't have any curly wigs. What? Oh. oh, fix that immediately after we record. We can't possibly stop again, but afterward. Um, I just wanted to thank you on this, our podcast, for um, encouraging me to phone bank uh, for uh, to, to get involved with uh, beyond just uh, campaign donations because uh, donations only go so far we learned in November and you sent an email to our friend group asking us to um, join you in phone banking and yes I left it to the very last fucking minute I did it <laughs> the day before the election but it felt like I was actually doing something that um, maybe made a difference it was at times truly les miserables because uh-huh. it was very much outside my comfort zone but it was okay i only got screamed out a couple of times and at the end of the day i was in the comfort of my own home so you know once we hung up it was no no stakes really yeah um, it still and, doesn't feel nice but it's easier to be like okay well fuck them moving on uh-huh yep uh i got one fuck you real <laughs> southern um and then click hang up i was like okay well that was nice i did talk to two people that did not realize they needed to vote for two senate candidates they had really they thought that um maybe they only needed to vote for warnock and i was like no 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 there's two of two of us on the ballot please please fill it out completely and there was one person that was like i'm a volunteer with the john ossoff campaign and he was like who's that i was like oh um he's 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 running for senate he was like he is i was like yeah um there's a a a runoff election tomorrow for for georgia senate and he was like oh i don't live in georgia i was like oh thank god because (laughs) like how i I know for a fact that in georgia it's like every billboard is political every political or everyone's been getting a million calls so if this person didn't know who it was i was going to be a real concerned anyway um it was an interesting experience and thank you for encouraging me to do so well you i'm very glad you did i no it just goes to show that uh every individual's participation actually matters you 
told two people that that whose votes mattered that um, uh-huh. <laughs> that there was another person to vote for it. Like, if nothing else, from the last four years of fucking terror, I believe this current generation of Americans has received a long overdue and desperately needed lesson in civics. And hopefully we can carry that with us to make sure this kind of shit doesn't happen again. Yeah. And now we have a Senator, hopefully in John Ossoff that we can all in good conscience jerk off to. I think he is so fucking cute. I will let the two of them tag team me. Um, Warnock too. <laughs> Absolutely. He just flipped the Senate. Such he can a, do whatever he wants. Such a daddy. <laughs> Uh, I just think he's so like he's our age and he's got like that beautiful dark wavy hair and <laughs> he's got he's, that beautiful um, <laughs> thick cock. Um, <laughs> maybe fun point about him being our age. He is currently the youngest U.S. senator, and beyond that, he is the youngest elected senator since bum ba lum bum 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 Joe Biden. Jizzy J Biden. Isn't that insane? Like that's not yeah. actually it's not a good thing to celebrate. He's thirty three. That's awesome. But like we should be having young senators frequently. Also, it probably means at this rate that John Ossoff will be president in twenty sixty four. Thank you for doing that math. <laughs> I didn't. Someone from I don't, maybe the New York Times did. But I think that's interesting. <laughs> Ossoff sixty four bumper sticker. <laughs> that would be a good investment for a bumper sticker because so often these political bumper stickers expire within a couple years, but your car How doesn't. How long are you planning to keep that car? <laughs> Is it a Tesla? <laughs> a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do That's the journal. How you say that word? Okay, January eighth, twenty sixteen. Uh, tell us where we were, what you're doing. We are on the precipice of uh, American catastrophe. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. No, you cannot say that every episode. We are nine months away from that. No, uh, eleven months away from that. Yeah, Sorry. No, we. Uh, I just got to. A new gig in Florida where I found cats every which way I looked and uh, there was <laughs> some drama in getting started with my new contract. I got really tossed into it, but now I have begun and I think things will be pretty chill. Cats all over the floor. Okay. January 8th, you did two modified shows due to Ryan's knee. Oh, this is Ryan of last episode's fame. Yes. Uh, oh, which by the way, he I did ask Ryan. He is the guy that I said I would check in with about the guy we were calling the dirtbag who I replaced. Uh-huh. What that yes. drama was? The drama apparently is um Ryan like, I don't know, made some comment while the dirtbag was watching Fox News and was like, "Why is this garbage on?" And the guy was like, "Well, I'm a conservative and Fox News is the most watched uh news source in uh the world or something." And Ryan was like, "Yeah, it doesn't make it factual or whatever." That opened some floodgates and led to conversations about um whether white privilege is real or not. Uh, oh, so anyway, dear. this just led to a lot of bullshit and I guess the dirtbag was carrying it over to the stage. Oh, fuck. He was just like carrying his um animosity animosity toward ryan over on stage trying to make him look bad on stage and then the final straw was he he called in sick to go record a christmas album and when the team found out that he was not um (laughs) what a fucking idiot yeah so that's what did it (laughs) okay well fuck that guy um also so you did these modified shows of soulmates um and you renamed it quote stool mates i assume (laughs) that you were sitting on stools because he blew out his knee uh also last thing i should mention um i can't believe i didn't say last episode i said they got into an argument about white privilege that's even more poignant because this entire show is black music sung by four white boys so that's where yeah really really bad yikes why are sorry Tell me more about that, though. Is that how the show is always produced, or is it how this theater cast the show? It's this theater 
launched the show. Um, so it was a, it was created from, there's an Australian group um, who like ironically does Motown stuff that like the whole, the premise of it is that they're so removed from pop culture that they like never heard these people. And all of a sudden we're like, Oh my God, these are music legends. And they like turn them onto music in general. So like oh. cute idea, but it does not work. Um, does not work in America and in Florida with uh-huh. white boys singing it. I, like the, the concept is not, um, it's super flawed. It's not good. I'm embarrassed looking back and especially because I really <laughs> valued like these performances where I felt so good about them. But, um, I mean, that's obviously gross behavior and I was complicit in that. I took the contract. I knew what it was. I think that you can look back on it with those eyes though, and still be proud of the work you did and not proud of the, the way that show was produced. I think that that can be complicated and, uh, it, it's acceptable for that to be complicated. Sure. Complicated, but still embarrassing. Just got a news alert on my iPad that popped up over over the top here that um, the Capitol is locked down as uh, clashes between protesters and police turn violent in Washington, D.C. Speaking of white privilege. Hmm. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Do we need to take a little news break here and see what's going on? No, I'm sure I'll spend the rest of the afternoon reading the news. Let's just finish this (laughs) now. Fair enough. So for the first of these two modified Stoolmate shows, you felt vocally great, um, but for the second one, you felt bad. Shows were messy with only half the choreo. Sounds like it. Um, oh, you got offered dogfight equity contract in Pennsylvania. Great. So that's what I'll do immediately after the show ends. Great. Um, okay. That's exciting. I like it when I know what's coming next. On January 9th, began warming up and getting ready, but show was canceled for Ryan's knee. Oh, uh-oh. Vanessa came and picked you up, so you went off by yourself. Um, you... <laughs> oh my god! That is that adds to this this narrative of Vanessa not being real because somehow she is in Sarasota, Florida, at the same time as me. She's always in these random places with me. Um, I totally forgot um, she was there. It's quite a theater town, Sarasota, Florida. Yeah. Uh, famous as like the American like hub of clown colleges and training and also a lot of theaters down there. We have, I have a bunch of friends that have worked in Sarasota. Um, but if you're out, if you're not in the theater community, I think it sounds pretty bizarre that you and a friend would both be working there as actors. It was, but she's real. Maybe. Well, you went with your fake friend to Joey's pizza. Glad she's here on the 10th. Show's canceled again. Uh Oh, relieved. Even though I've only done a few, (laughs) um, you smoked and drank. You sang, sang my girl joke with luke huh oh luke and i just used to have a fucking blast being he's as ridiculous vocally as i am he's like the straight version of that like um, okay i mean to say no he's a much better singer than me i just mean like you know how i just am constantly (laughs) am constantly doing like my flips and my stupid riffs and screaming he will do that with Uh me all day long um so there's two houses for this cast the other two boys and me and luke are in our own house and everyone couldn't be more happy that that happened that way because they were like great you all stay over there Um, night the nightmare house you guys just riffing together all day long also smoked and drank welcome to pothead michael this show married to dogfight is when i really got into my weed habit oh hi pothead michael i know you well um let's see here the last or the end of that day finished reading the danish girl Hmm. that was a pretty um heavy book good though really good book great book not great movie honestly i loved the movie um problematic though due to eddie redmayne i see the thing is i love eddie redmayne Mm -hmm. but also i was conflicted about it being eddie redmayne playing that so yeah it was before i had um too much of a conscience about uh 
like white cis straight people playing gay and trans characters. Um, I hadn't just given it too much critical thinking. Uh, mm-hmm. Now looking back just on like it, I'm like, Eddie Redmayne is kind of bad for that. Like he's get he gets cast as like like disabled or as gay or oh, as trans, yeah. and it's like I didn't even it, think about like, that. He plays a lot of roles that aren't necessarily his to play. You're but totally right. I will say he, he is a gorgeous actor. He's so good at what he does. He's a very, very good actor, which is probably why we and he, and a pretty white boy. So those those uh-huh. three things help us excuse all these. That's you are so right. Savage Grace, gay. Um, theory of everything. He plays someone with a disability, uh-huh. and he's playing a trans woman in in the Danish Girl. Yeah. Yeah. On the 11th of January. You had your third day off. You went to the Ringling Museum. Excuse me, Circus, Sarasota, hello. Oh, Um, you know more than I do. You love Florida. uh, (laughs) I quit. (laughs) You've quit so many times. (laughs) is the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, So you went to the Ringling Museum and Grounds, which is free on Mondays, with Luke and Ryan. Cooked, drank, and smoked a lot of weed. And then you did a voiceover call in the morning. So Ryan and Luke are both gigantic potheads, and they were like, join us. And I was like, okay. <laughs> join us. And they just made it accessible. I had never had it so readily accessible. And once I did, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess this is how I enjoy living now. <laughs> <laughs> Life is worth it. Um, on the 12th of January, you had another voiceover call. You had one show and cooked. Then you watched Obama's last State of the Union as a cast. Was moved by him. I love my president. Oh, God. Not enough to respect his legacy and not do this appropriated show, but... Oh, <laughs> uh, you've grown, bitch. I have grown, I hope. Um, yeah, man. On the th- third day of Christmas, yep. my true love gave to me the restoration of democracy. Hey! No, on the 13th of January... You had one show only. Nice and easy. Feel like I've been here for a month already. On the 14th of January, Michaela is doing great work on the apartment. Can't wait to see it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. What? Um, Trump supporters have stormed the Capitol. They're in the statuary hall with poles and sticks, and it's all on lockdown, and the joint session is paused. <sighs> um... I mean, that's up for that's up for the Secret Service and the fucking police to deal with. <laughs> and these are like we have these are people that refuse to accept reality and are doing the last thing they know how to do, which is act out in violence. Fucking Christ! Are are you? It's never going to happen, but we could um. <laughs> If we got uh, Ossoff's win certified like real soon, we can get them in the Senate now, do impeachment one more time, and get him removed in a week. Uh, uh, <laughs> what with one week to go, just get him out of there. Keep him from doing this shit. Whew, yeah. Uh, wow. This news is really killing my podcast buzz for the day. Um, I think we just need to hunker down and get through it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, finish now and doom scroll later. Um, on January 16th, you're looking for housing at your next contract. Two shows, not bad, but never feel great. Getting very high and eating a lot this whole week. <laughs> Maybe stop smoking if you're not happy with how your voice is sounding. You fucking, I don't know what to call you. I know Egypt. it sounds insane to say, but I don't think there's actually that much of a correlation. I know that like from the outside, people will be like, you're, 
idiot smoking that's why but like it's uh, there's like a, i can feel where my voice is on certain days and there's like just certain um challenges in this show that i that were going to be hard for me no matter what but sure i'm sure smoking doesn't help fair enough i'm not gonna argue with you about how you feel about your voice i just do think that um you know inhaling harsh smoke is probably not great for your actual physiology i um, yes that makes a lot of sense some of the most talented people including these two other guys i keep mentioning are severe potheads gaga is a mm-hmm. huge pothead like I, I just i know it's hard to yeah. well but what i'm i'm not saying that you can't be a good singer and smoke i'm saying that like if you are having uh issues with uh what you would say is consider or what you might call consistency in your voice maybe cutting out like if you're not a big smoker to begin with like cutting out this like new habit <laughs> a little bit might totally. be uh might be worth it you are logically right also not for nothing i am not gaga <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about that i might be gaga you ever seen me and her in the same room at the same time <laughs> so you're talking about you know singing with some of the best voices that you've ever heard one of the best voices that i've ever known um is a uh, a friend of mine her name is megan she is huge in the chicago uh, theater scene we used to work together when i was in chicago and she I don't know if she still does, but she used to like smoke Marlboro Reds, like very harsh cigarettes, and then go and like screlt her face off and like com- incredibly consistent, could go from like a puff of smoke to like belting higher than anyone on Broadway. So it just blew my mind 100% of the time. And yeah, some people are just up for it. I anyway. do think that there is th- th- all these people we're talking about are these incredible voices that I. Th- I just kind of believe come pretty naturally. I know they all train really hard too, but there's something mm-hmm. innate to it for them. For me, I innately love to sing. Like it is, I've always found such a joy in it, but it's always been a lot of work. I used to try really, mm. really hard. And that's the difference. Like you, if it's already so natural to you, smoking is really not going to change that. But if it's already worked to you, why add another obstacle? That is very true. Yep. And I also will say smoking cigarettes, while it might not uh, like affect you that day, it will absolutely affect the longevity of your voice, no matter who you are. So that's something to I consider. I ain't smoking no cigarettes, by the way. Stop confusing oh, people. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> January 17th. This has been a PSA with Cam and Mike. January 17th. Early show. Hard to sing this stuff at two, but both shows were pretty well. <laughs> Oh, went Sorry, man. Well. Sometimes you're going to have to sing in the afternoon. <laughs> in the afternoon? It's not that early. It's not I like know. a 9 a.m. show. Two uh, o'clock is like, figure it out, dude. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that tickles me. So early. I had to sing at two. Um, <laughs> you, you change imagination up one half step. It sounds better, but it's still hard. Oh, Did laundry, yeah. got Chinese food, and hung out with your cast. January 18th, spent day watching... Democratic debate on YouTube. Went to Trader Joe's and watched Hateful Eight. Oh, that was a fucking good movie. I, I love the Tarantino movie. Me and that, too. that guy is so fucking problematic. I know. What we're having a real, real conflicts in our conflicts with ourselves today. <laughs> we sure are. Went outside to fire at one a.m. with Ryan. I oh. think he's into me. Oh, sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, e. Ooh, e. Ooh, ah, ah. Ting, ting. Water, water, bing, bang. Ooh, e. Ooh, ah, ah. Ting, ting. Water, water, bing, bang. Ooh, e. Ooh, ah, ah. Ting, ting. Water, water, bing, bang. Ooh, e. Ooh, ah, ah. Ting, ting. Water, water, bing, bang. So anyway, back to Ryan. Um, he he just said that in his message actually when I asked him to explain about the whole um dirtbag situation he was like also oh, sorry i was flirting with you a little harder than i should have you were the first gay person i had seen in a very long time 
There was no gay people at this theater. He ha- he oh. shares this curse with me. I've said before that I like so mm-hmm. often do these contracts and there's no other gay people. And I'm like, come on, it's musical theater. Well, he was experiencing this <laughs> phenomenon as well. Um, uh-huh. And finally, I replaced the dirtbag and he's like, another homo, bless. And so he said he was maybe. Bl- bless <laughs> up and take off your pants. But the fire is, um, that was like Ryan's calling card. He was the fire builder and there was a nice little pit between our two houses and you could often find him stoking a flame outside so go and join him and smoke at one in the morning it was lovely honestly oh that's that's really nice on january 19th uh just one show was all right wish i could sing like luke and ryan but it is okay good for me get over it buddy (laughs) (laughs) but it's good for me to be performing with them made pizza and watched nina simone documentary oh so good have you seen it whatever happened miss simone i think it's on netflix she is so fascinating i had no idea she is i know very little about her so that would probably be worth a watch absolutely and i recently did we listen to wind of change together um wind of change was a podcast by crooked media about um a really obscure uh situation where russia basically was using a rock group oh my god yes we did we listened to that on our road trip i forgot about that completely yes it's a really random podcast about uh the cia trying to like infiltrate communist russia with a rock band anyway at some point in that podcast, they talk about Nina Simone um, being used by this government agency that she didn't know. And it, it wasn't oh, like, revealed until right. after her death that she was like part of some propaganda thing that she would have never agreed to had she known she's this amazing activist. And having heard that little um, side story from that podcast, I would love to go back and watch whatever happened with Simone again just to kind of marry those things fascinating really fascinating yeah they were like recording songs and going on tours and like part of this propaganda machine which is all like very like covert yeah uh it's it's an interesting podcast it's an interesting podcast (laughs) (laughs) wind of change check that out if you're you know dying to (laughs) okay um on january 20th you had a two-show day don't say it uh i never do it is my biggest uh fucking pet peeve i hate when people say it uh first the phrase we're ignoring is to shay <laughs> <laughs> i hate it makes me want to slap a kitten but what Under does your it bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh they're cute when they're kittens they just suck when they're cats that's true um continuing with that day um first show was okay second was pretty good um hey you called some of your friends including me and sam ah you told Hannah about Dogfight, and she was so happy and supportive, Great. made some chicken parmesan, vegan, and got oh, and sat at bonfire with all. January 21st, during a walk to the waterfront, listened to LP. Oh my god, I love her. I we both do. had Tokyo Sunrise that I've played on this podcast before on repeat, just staring at the water. It's the best. <laughs> I felt so happy for my life. Giddy even, for no particular reason. Great show. No particular reason. I'll tell you, I'm employed. I have another show uh-huh. after this. I'm proud of, well, I don't know that I'm proud of the work, I guess, but I, mm-hmm. the, there are reasons. I don't. It's weird to be like, why am I happy now? It's uh, objective. Uh-huh. <laughs> well you had a great show but upset at my paycheck mess up uh, um per usual <laughs> i don't i don't know the details i don't remember but i'm uh, sure in a of couple course. years you'll probably get it made right yeah. <laughs> um january 22nd fine show not completely perfect tuning luke's parents came overheard luke on phone saying someone else was offered my part first how oh, fun <laughs> this is all so good for your ego emailed Catherine and james about being paid the least in the cast oh 
Oh, yeah. That was the problem. Mm -hmm. Found out very quickly what the other guys were making and what I was making. And I was like, huh. Usually the opposite is true, that someone who comes and replaces is making, in fact, more. And I was making Uh less. I guess at the end of the day, um, that's on me. I should have maybe fought harder. Maybe they offered something and I was like, okay, a job. Um, But still feels insulting it does feel insulting but good for you for sticking up for yourself not very many people do that on january 23rd you saw the butler oh that's so good oh yeah um and you also wrote it was really good mm-hmm. um, so I, agree. I love oscar season man me too fucking miss this shit um two shows and whole foods in between didn't oh gee i'm really really um already over you not feeling great about imagination but oh well <laughs> luke's parents saw it again ryan's right. in a mood today <laughs> <laughs> so excited about our apartment chatting with kick and mick and seeing pics great kick, mick, pick. <laughs> <laughs> on the 24th um luke almost slept through call and then oh, cried fuck. at places <laughs> yeah he um do you know why yeah so we we're we all drove to the show together there was just one car between the four of us and so three of us are in the car and like where the fuck is luke and I went inside to bang in his bedroom door, which was locked. I was like, the show, come on. And he didn't answer. And I was like, he must already be there or something. Because it was, why would he not answer at like 630? Mm-hmm. Um, we get to the show. We get ready. Find out at, I think, like 15, he comes <laughs> crawling in, like with sleep lines on his face. He fell into a heavy, heavy nap. He was, Oh, dear. It was bad. He, um, he had like two minutes to get it together. And... I've said over and over already what a talent he is, but he, you know, just woke up from dead sleeping and uh-huh. immediately in the show, he like has crazy show stopping stuff to do and it just was not working at it. It was, I had, I had never, ever heard him anything other than flawless before this. And he went on stage flawed <laughs> 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 and I especially um, know what a terrible feeling that can be. Then you Skyped Mick for an hour between shows Taco Bell after the show, then watched more Chelsea does Silicon Valley. Is that Chelsea Handler? Yeah, she's done a bunch of these little shows where she like does uh-huh. you know, kind of investigative, but in a Chelsea Handler kind of way. That's one of them. Yeah. I went to a live taping of uh, her talk show that she had on Netflix for a couple seasons, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really fun. She is such a professional. Uh, she's so funny and gregarious in person and just uh, it made me like her even more. I think we she's fabulous. Continue to stand her. Yeah, I guess we have. January 25th didn't go to sleep till about 4 a.m good lord oh, sir fuck. um after watching jorgens parentheses boys any idea what that is none none whatsoever you slept in until 12 30 which makes sense given your bedtime made a big champs style dirty vegan breakfast for my one year anniversary great i mean we're, we're gonna call it your one year anniversary but there's been a lot of cheating in this last year i mean a complicated whatever. relationship <laughs> i'm just giving you a hard time you saw The Martian, enjoyed it, watched more of Chelsea Does. Oh, this is the one where uh, Matt Damon eats a lot of potatoes. Mm-hmm, that he poops on. Mm-hmm. On the 26th, this will be our last day because we are out of time. You walked for coffee. Mm. Trader Joe's, well, actually just Trader Joe with Luke, so um, just the one. <laughs> um, <laughs> you and Mamaw. Um, fine show. Oh, here we go. Luke complimented my imagination. I'm really putting a lot of stock in this one fucking song. Um, you sure are. And this one fucking talent. So uh, the, you know, the very talented man complimented your your job and you did great. Great. 
So you're never allowed to write about it again, okay, past yeah, you? I promise. Um, just getting fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, it's like someone can't stop talking about their relationship. They don't realize that it's just the only thing they talk about. It's just like um, that, except for my relationship was with me. How unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> you watched Spotlight. God, this was a good Oscar year, and you were making your way through it. Um, oh, many, try every year. many more Oscar movies to go. There can't be that many more. You've watched at least five this episode alone. That's true. All right, listen, I'm done reading about soulmates and your imagination. So <laughs> that's all for this week. Did we hear from any listeners? Uh, we did. We got a really touching message actually from a fella named DH on Instagram. It says, this feels stupid because I'm not entirely sure if you even see random DMs. We do. But I'll shoot my shot. I just wanted to thank you. I stumbled across your podcast recently, and it's really helped me take my mind off the sheer chaos my life has become. At 30, I figured out that I'm no longer questioning my sexuality, which means ending a 12-year relationship slash six-year marriage with my wife, navigating custody of a newborn, and forcing me to come out to my friends and family, which is much scarier than it should be. Oof, yes, we know. Oh, my God. Uh, but, but we don't also can't imagine oh my God, uh, in no. those circumstances a 30-year-old with a, like established straight man life. Uh, yeah, I feel for you, man. Absolutely. I just mean to say it. It can be very scary no matter what. But yeah, mm. I can only imagine how much scarier it might be in those circumstances. Um, he goes on to say, you both have provided me so many laughs. Your podcast has become a bright light in an otherwise dark period of time. You both will never fully understand how much I appreciate and need this right now. Much love. Stay safe. D. Oh, what a, what a sweetheart. Thank you for reaching out. Um, I'm really sorry to hear that you're going through a tough time, but I am glad that we can be even a modicum of solace for you. We are happy to be that. Yeah, that is really tough, but also impressive. That is a hard situation, but I am glad he is making choices to better his life. Yeah, no kidding. We uh, we love hearing it. We love hearing from you, uh, UD, and all of the listeners. So um, if you're out there and you've got something to say, uh, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram or an email. Speaking of email, Mike, if people want more of my best friend's journal, where can they find us? Well, you can find us on Instagram <gasps> at... You didn't complain. I didn't, because sometimes you just have to suck it up. Imagine okay. that. Um, <laughs> Imagination. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at my best friend. Fucking shit. Nope, you can't. Um, <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at MBFJ Podcast. You can go to our website, my best friend's journal at G. You can find us on Instagram <laughs> at MBFJ Podcast. Uh, uh, this brings me so much joy. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at mbfj podcast you can check out our website www.mybestfriendsjournal.com or mybubblemoresabs.com you can email us at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com or you could just leave us a lovely review on itunes also please subscribe yes great it's job my thank best you attempt, so Cam. much <laughs> you did great thanks so much all right friend that does it for this week until next time always remember just because your shoes click doesn't make you a tap dancer cam or does it falap 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 Reporting to you live from January 6th, 2021. Promising news out of Georgia this morning. Uh, we're trying to ditch Mitch, and we're going to find out very soon if we have, officially. Also, we are certifying the vote today. God damn it, I'm tired of this shit. Fatigue. I have election, nope, yep, election and politics fatigue. Just out my butthole. Me. Huge gaping bottle. <clears throat> nope, that's not right. It didn't sound right at all. Okay, um, I think this looks pretty nice. Uh, Soundwave is the right size. It's the right shape. That's really what we're going for. Um, in kind of a weird mood today, so should be a fun recording. Okay, goodbye. God bless.